All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of We Create Music. Once again, I am your host, B. Vaughn, and today we have a, an amazing guest with us today, uh, Mr. Murcielago, the machine monster. He's going to share some of his insight and some of the things that he's learned as far as being in the music industry. And so we're just going to really have a friendly chat today, and just so that he can share his knowledge and wisdom about uh, the things that he's learned, the things that he's experienced. And uh, so let's get right into it. Still yeah, appreciate you being here today, man. Thank you, buddy. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Right, absolutely, absolutely. So let's start at the beginning. Okay. So how did you get started? Um, as far as what music period yeah. or producing what music um, producing music. I started. I actually was a, a, a artist. I used to rap, you know. Mm. Um, and then production came about because I figured who knows what I want to rap to better than me. So right, right. I started um, dabbling with production. Um, when I started with production, it was more of the outboard gear, NPC 2000 XL, mm. MoFats, Tritons, that stuff. Mm. So um, I come from from that with production. Um, okay. But that that's what, what really drove me to start producing myself is because I liked, you know, I know yeah. what I want to rap to, you know what I'm saying? Okay, and you still do that today? Um, I write. I don't as much aspire as trying to be a rapper. Mm. I still write songs. I write R&B as well, stuff like that. So I'm pretty much a writer slash producer. I'm not okay. attempting to stand in front of the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I, I get you on that. Okay, so you went from being an artist to being a, a producer, and you were using outboard gear. Yes. So did you ever transition from outboard gear into... Software? Yes. Per, that's how I actually became the machine monster. Um, okay. I started... Uh, what got me into the uh, the software game was I had an iPad, an iPod. And one day I was like, you know, I want something I can make beats while I'm on the go, while mm -hmm. I'm moving. So um, I was looking for apps, uh, Google, like, what's the best production apps? And then something came across, I saw iMachine. Um, I had never heard of ah. native instruments okay. at that point. You know, so I, I started downloading the iMachine app. Started playing with it. The thing that attracted me to it really was like how crisp the sounds mm -hmm. were from native instruments. So I'm I'm used to NPC importing your own sounds right, right. and stuff like that. So right. I'm like, damn, they got pretty dope sounds. So that's when I started messing around with that. And then um I got introduced from that to the actual machine. Mm -hmm. So my first piece of equipment that I actually purchased for myself because I used to be around studios and, mm -hmm. you know, have NPCs and stuff known to me. But my first piece of equipment was actually uh, the machine. Okay. So I bought the machine micro. Um, and then I liked it so much, I went and got the studio. Mm. So I keep the studio at the at the house. I take the micro when I'm moving around. So. Okay. Dope, 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 dope. Okay, so you went from uh, going from hardware, software, yeah. getting into native instruments and learning how to work that. Yes. Uh, as far as and so now you're on the the studio. Yeah. Um, so what was so like? What was the difference between using the micro and now the full fledged version? Well, with the micro, honestly, I only had the micro for maybe a week before I was like, let me go back and get the studio. Uh, so I didn't. It wasn't like I had it for months. But what it is, is um, the studio is more convenient because things have their own button as far as opposed mm -hmm. to shift and something else mm -hmm. as far as the micro. So it's just easier. You know, you really don't need 
the computer as much when you're using the machine. You got the two color screens, everything you can ah, do okay. right there on yep. it. So it just makes it a little easier. But honestly, being that I, I, I move around a lot, I'm using my micro mm -hmm. maybe more. Maybe more? Yeah, because okay. I'm you know, when I'm going to studios I don't take the oh, yeah. machine. You know? Lugging that big old thing. Yeah, right? I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about who are some of the producers that have inspired you and why have they inspired you? Um, producers that inspired me I think like my favorite producer will probably be somebody like um like Knotts from VA. I know, um, I know Knotts. Knotts yep. Knotts has that iconic those bass lines. Mm -hmm. And it's derived from like reggae, that bass line he used. It's just so like you hear it, you know it's him. Yeah. Knotts is one of is probably my favorite, I'm gonna say, hip hop producer. Even though he's okay. done other things, hip hop, I would go with Knotts all day. Okay. Um of course, you know, the 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 typical iconic Timberlands, the the mm -hmm. um Swiss, um, but I I know guys like High tech, um, I don't know. I can sit here all day. Bink, <laughs> dog, um, yeah. like there's a lot. There's a lot of producers. Some of my favorite, but people like that really, really inspire me. Are people like that I have genuine relationships with, like my boy, Damn Jan or Jan mm -hmm. Bravo. Like he's extremely dope. Um, like my boy Joey French. Uh, oh, yeah, Sir on yeah. deck, um, King Louis. Like I have, it's it's a lot. It's like, like I call them my BTBs, my brothers do beats. You mm. know what I'm saying? So we all keep in contact mm -hmm. and do things like that. So it's just like um, my ear changes. But again, my 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 main go to producer for hip hop is gonna be Knots. I like dudes like um, Oak Felder. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I go, oh, yeah. I'm all over it. Oh, yeah. You know, dudes like that. So, but yeah, I have a, a long list. I'll probably need its own interview. To, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talk about the guys that I listen to to make me yeah, want to yeah. get up and go touch the pads every day. That's right. Know? That's right. So with those individuals who would kind of influence, influence you as far as producers, let's talk about your uh, music making philosophy. So what do you kind of kind of do as far as the way that you create music and the way that you kind of experience uh, just the production process as itself? Um, to be honest, sit down in front of the machine mm. and that's it. Whatever, whatever comes about. Sometimes I might go in with a game plan like, hey, I had a melody or something mm. like that in my head. But the majority of the time, I sit down and turn the machine on and then we go from there. It's okay. not really... A formula where I'm gonna always start with a melody and then mm -hmm. go to drums or start with drums or something like that. It's just okay. if, if I'm going through sounds and I kiss something catches my ear, I could have been thinking, you know, I want to make a party record. Then I hear something that sounds like a dope <laughs> MOP, know. you know, hard <laughs> boom bap, and that's what we're going with. So right, right. let's go tell it. There's okay. no rhyme or reason to it. So no rhyme or reason. You know everybody has that. Yeah. Uh, that that, that the formula. Between, yeah, yeah. Is the melodies first? Is the drums first? And so your philosophy is like, hey, I sit down, I load up some sounds. That's it. And whatever comes to me at that particular moment, that's, that's what I go for. That's how we do it. That's what's up, man. That's I, I, I kind of like that. I kind of appreciate just the uh, rawness and just going at it with just whatever you hear. And that's kind of how you build your, your song process through that, through that way. 
And so I know everybody has their own philosophy and own ways of kind of uh, approaching the music making sure. uh, process. So I appreciate that. Uh, so, so through this, what are some of the, the, the key lessons you've learned that you feel have helped you in your journey, but also be important for other people to kind of know as well? Um, this entire game is pretty much based on relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you never know who you're in a room with when you're going to these functions or who you're talking to. So it's like, you could have been, you could be standing right next to the next hit maker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's about the networking. And the thing is, you know, fostering genuine relationships that are beneficial for both parties. It's not about going in, hey, what can you do for me? Or You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You got to have something to actually bring to the table so everybody can actually eat, you know? So definitely the key to this whole thing is relationships because, you know, pissing off the wrong person could cut off mm-hmm. or lock a lot of doors that would have normally opened, you know? But as long as you, again, force a genuine relationship, you know, you never know who's going to be on top one day. And they remember you. That's you true. Know? So anybody, it's like the people who you, no one's under you. And that's how you have to look at it. You can't look at people as being beneath you because mm-hmm. tomorrow that person could get that crazy opportunity. Mm-hmm. And they can be... Like that, could be, that could be it. That could be yeah. it, you know? So it's about fostering genuine relationships with people. And, you know, again, keeping it 100. A lot of people, unfortunately, the music industry, you know, entertainment period is um, overall pretty deceitful kind of playground. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, again, that's why I say it's not just about relationships. It's fostering genuine relationships because some people would form a relationship with you just so they can just so they do can. you dirty later right. on, you know? So, it's, again, genuine relationship, mm-hmm. good people. Try to keep them around you and um, try to do your best to, to, you know, always be upfront with people about what's going on, mm-hmm. you know? A lot of people in the music industry or, again, entertainment, when you're dealing with money, a lot of people choose to tell you what they want you to know as opposed to what you should know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your, your goal... In this game, of course, you're going to get... It's a game of getting screwed over. But the goal... The like goal is to learn as much as you can so you can get screwed over the least amount of time. The least amount of time. Because it's going to... There's no way that all this money that's out here mm-hmm. that is going to breed truthfulness and honesty mm-hmm. and people actually wanting to see you succeed. That's unfortunately a rare... Mm-hmm. Many, in this thing that we all chase and want to be a part of so much, you got to really understand, like, yo, this is a crazy, a crazy game. Like, that working that nine to five, you might be, you know, struggling to make ends meet, but mm-hmm. it's a guaranteed check. You know, this thing, the payoff could be great, but it's what do you have to go through to get your money that mm-hmm. you're rightfully owed. You see what I'm saying? Right. I can't just punch in on a time clock and, oh, yo, it's right here. You're supposed to pay me this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. But when you do get paid, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Once you get paid, That's it's right. great. But, you know, again, you know, this is a game that we're, we're, we're dying to, to, to be in or chase after. And the overall of it, 85% of this thing is not a great experience. You mm. know? So you got to find... 
and keep, you know, find those key moments of those key people and make sure you keep them around you because uh, nine and a half people out of ten in this game mm -hmm. are out to do you dirty. Wow. That's, just That's interesting. Interesting. That's you said a couple of interesting things in your uh in that, one of the first things you said was that kind of stuck out to me was building genuine relationships sure. with people and making sure that you network. And so when you're going out to these kind of events, you know, how do you make sure that you're connecting with with the right with the right people and developing the right types of relationships with these people? Well, you know, the whole networking thing is a roll of the dice. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your goal is to to meet or expose yourself to as many people as possible, mm -hmm. you know. Again, working with them will only... So some people you're going to get the vibe from. Of course, of course, go with your gut. Some people you're going to get the vibe from. You watch right. things they do, people's mannerisms. You know, again, when you're doing a network and it's not about you talking all day, you got to do a lot of listening too. Mm -hmm. Talk enough so people get where you're coming from. They understand what you're about, what you're trying to do, what you're willing to do, what mm -hmm. you will not do, or what you won't stand for, things like that. But... At the end of the day, you know, you don't know if you're meeting a snake or a yeah, that's, you know? That's the gamble. You, you got to roll the dice, yeah. but you have to roll the dice or else you're not meeting anybody. Yeah. You got to do it. You got to do it. I think one of the things you said in there also was to ensure that you're bringing something to the table. True. So how, so how does a person do that? So let's say I'm, you know, Joe Schmo, producer... I'm going to some of these networking events and I'm trying to connect with maybe some of the bigger types of industry people. And how do I know what I what I bring to the table? I mean, they already got, you know, the whole or at least perceive that they have the the whole idea or uh, in. So how does someone kind of bring something to the table where somebody may already have a, a table that's kind of full already? Um. I, at the end of the day, um, there is no table that's full with this. There's a mm -hmm. lot of money out here. So anyone who's anyone in the position that's already out there. Any, the thing about this is, this is not a thing where I could be like, all right, I'm going to go wake up tomorrow and I'm in the music industry. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. You know, no matter what people try to put out. The whole put yourself on, or the, but at the end of the day, in this game, you know, right now where it's independence are actually able to win a lot easier now mm -hmm. without a major. It's still someone has to take a chance on you, right? Someone has. To. Someone has to. I don't care what you say; it doesn't matter. Someone yeah. said, "All right, let's go," and that's how it goes. Because if it wasn't like that. Everybody would be like, you know what? I'm, I'm a producer. And now mm -hmm. tomorrow you're making records and you're in the state. It doesn't mm -hmm. go like that. Someone has to, either it's your aura. Mm -hmm. It might not even be your talent. That's the thing. Like, it's to win. And that's like, it's funny, you know, me and Mark were talking about like, um, like Cardi B. Mm -hmm. People loved her before her music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it made it where people were all were just gonna be willing to give her a chance. No matter what she said, she came out and was like, yo, I got conditions. I'm selling conditions down. Right. People loved her so much that they would have bought a Cardi condition. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's how it is. So it's like, it's definitely you, the way you present yourself, you know. Um, definitely hone your craft. You have to know yourself 
you got to be your biggest critic and know, you know, what's hot and what's not. Mm-hmm. I can listen to my own. There's a lot of stuff people will not hear. <laughs> okay? Because I, it doesn't pass my test. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You have to have that self-meter where, yo, I know I'm high. You know, I'm doing nothing. But at the end of the day, look in the mirror. You have to be able to tell yourself, yo, this one wasn't all that. That, um, no. But do you think people kind of kind of do that today? Because we see all on Instagram today, everybody has high beats. Every beat they make is a fire beat, right? And so do you think that kind of people kind of take that introspective look to say, you know, this one really wasn't that that high. And I know we all have things that people will never hear, right? But I would hope that everyone has um I guess that self-check meter to be like, mm-hmm. to not be so pompous to think that every single thing you do is dope. And that's, again, <laughs> why I say you got to have those genuine people. Someone has to be able to tell you no. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in the music industry want to put themselves in positions to where it's controlled environment and they control the environment. Mm-hmm. So they're going to walk you over to the window and be like, yo, what color is the sky? And even though that shit is blue as day, and you say it's blue, mm-hmm. that person to them, this guy is purple. And if you don't see it as purple, you're an outcast. Mm. So a lot of these guys like to create false realities around themselves to make sure things go the way they mm. want it to go all the time. Mm. You know? Okay. And so that's why you got to be around. You have to have someone that's there to be able to tell you no. You can't have the yes man that's telling you everything you do is cool and all because they're going to have you looking like a fool. Right. You know? And that's that's the thing. If you, if you don't have the self-check meter, you need to have someone around you that has that meter for you. Mm. You have to be able that's to... interesting. Have, someone has to be able to tell you, stop, no, chill. Without that, you're going to go... It's going to be to the left eventually. Right. That's interesting what you just said about... The sky being blue, and if they say the sky is purple, then they can kind of consider it as an outcast. That's it. Do you? So I'm going to ask you the question: Do you think that is the stigma today? In and I know you just gave the example, but does that kind of mindset kind of permeate itself throughout the culture today? Whatever money is, that mindset. Whatever the money, it doesn't matter what it is. It's music, entertainment, whatever. If you're not, if you don't share that opinion of certain people with power, if you have your, for one, certain people, if you have your own opinion, that's a problem right mm-hmm. there. That's already the, that's the issue. It's not even what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that I said this, and you actually use your brain mm-hmm. to think of something other than what I just said. I have an issue with that. And that's how a lot of people look at it. Yeah, I have an issue with that too. See, that's how people, <laughs> that's, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's how people look at it. So it's like, yeah, I, 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 I think that if you're my friend and you're telling me a story, because I understand a lot of people tell stories two ways. One, some people might tell you exactly what happened, mm-hmm. but that's rare. The average person who tells you a story, especially if they feel something did them wrong, the average person tells you the story is as from an aspect of, how it made them feel mm-hmm. as opposed to the exact things that took place. So with that, it's like you you got to understand like a lot of these guys and that's what they want. They want that false reality because mm-hmm. 
maybe things were when, when they weren't on, you know, the respect level mm-hmm. wasn't there. They 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 didn't get the respect they felt they were supposed to get from people. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm on, you know, I'm gonna act like a jerk and I'm mm-hmm. gonna make sure that if you're around me, you doing what I say you right. doing. You not a, you're not your own person now because you want you want to be around this money, you want to hang around here. The sky is purple mm-hmm. all the time. You understand? So you know that's interesting. So that's really interesting. So so here's a question as far as I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this question, but I'm just gonna put it out there the way it's gonna be anyway. Do you feel that there are? I don't want to use the word producer bashing, but I'm trying to think of the way I want to phrase this to you, kind of where you have a certain group of producers who, or musicians or songwriters, whatever the case may be, that kind of ostracize people because... Stop! Just for whatever... Stop right there. Just for whatever reason it may be. This is, this music game and all of this stuff that involves, this is like high school. Mm. That's what this is. This is high school. You got the cool table. You got Mm. the kind of weird emo kids over there. You got the guys, the the table of the snobs that look down Mm. on everything. That's what this is. So yeah, there's definitely, it happens. Mm. There's people that look at other people like, oh, you know, but, you know, mm-hmm. and again, that's why I say you can't look at somebody like there, but no one's beneath you because tomorrow that very person that you look down on could get that mm-hmm. crazy shot. And now you got to end up seeing them. Like, yeah, I remember you. Remember? It's like, yeah, I remember, yeah, you, I remember too. you too. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. and that's how it goes. That's why you it, it's the mm. fostering of the genuine relationships and you gotta understand that no one's beneath you because at any given moment them tables could turn. And that could be the person that you have to now see. Right. That's, how, that's it, how it goes. Because it's small, but it's big. Yes, the music right? industry. It's, it's, it's so small. <laughs> it's extremely small. But like, it's so big because there are so many things that can happen on a day-to-day basis. That one moment, as you said, you know, I could be just, or anybody could be, you know, just that person that's over there. But the next day, they could be the top A&R at Sony. And you're like, oh, okay, so now, oh, you're the, the, the big guy in charge now. That's that, that's that guy who was contacting you through email and right. face everywhere. Yo, can we meet up? Can we collab? We was brushing them off. Uh, nothing. And now... Got to knock on his his office door. His nice corner <laughs> office. You got to go see him over there now. That's like, right. Damn. That's right. And that's what this game is. It's it's it, You never know. You never know. So the, the whole relationship thing is rolling the dice. Again, you don't know who you're talking to. Mm. They could have ill intent or they can have the greatest intentions for you. Right. But you have to be willing to roll the dice and do it. That's part of this game. That's, that's right. part of it. You know, it's not just about, we can all sit down and make beats. That's 10% of mm-hmm. what really, what especially today, now that record labels have pretty much shown us, we don't really, we're not, it's no more A&Rs. There's no more artists mm-hmm. in development. They're looking for somebody who already got a million mm-hmm. views. Labels are lazy as hell. You know, I would agree with that. Labels are lazy as hell. If, you're not, if you don't got a following, you're not popping, they don't want to mm-hmm. talk to you. 
And it used to be, you're coming to us because we're going to make you. Right, right, right. It's not like that no more. They see that these kids are out here getting these fan bases and these followings. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, we want They them. don't have to work for us. Yeah, they're like, we don't have to do this right. no more. And that's how it's going. So that's why the independents are really, really winning. So, you know, kudos to all you independent guys that are out there rocking. Like, because right. this is the time for that to happen. Mm. Sure, this is the time. For sure, it's time for it to happen. Yeah, this right. is it. All you need, and you know, I tell a lot of guys that I work with, like you know, people be like, you know, I want to put out an album, do this. I'm like, listen, in this in this game right now, this this the way the game's going. Mm. You, if you can't get somebody to like, or you can't get somebody to love one record, you ain't gonna get them to like twelve or thirteen. Twelve or thirteen. That's right. It's not gonna happen. Mm. So I don't. I, I tell people like right now, if you're new and you're trying to come up, it's about that record. Don't worry about putting out a whole album for twenty people. Mm-hmm. If you don't got the fan base for that, then what are you giving out all of that music for? Mm-hmm. If that's the case, put out a record, work it. That don't work, put out another one. But to put out a whole project after project after project mm-hmm. that's not working, it's like, this is what are you doing? So I think today that the artists that are trying to come up, you got to get that one record. If you can't get them to like that, then the other stuff is going to fall to the wayside. Straight up. Yeah, that's good insight. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of the things you're working on. Um, Right now, uh, I'm working with my boy Taj Millie. We actually got a, a song out on title right now called I Feel Good. Um. Got a couple other projects. Shout out to my man, Pro Dillinger. My, mm-hmm. A lot of the people that I'm working with, I'm actually putting together my own project full of artists that I like, that I know, mm-hmm. that we're going to be putting um, together. So I got a couple things in the works. Um, can't say too much about a couple others, so we'll just see how things yeah. fall into place. But as far as the projects that I know that I, I want to put out as far as my music... Shout out to my man Pro Dillinger, my man Taj Millie. Shout out to my man Saigon. He getting back in there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, we got things coming. It's going to be a, a, a good summer. We're in Atlanta, That's so it's going to be a hot one. It's yeah. going to be a hot, good summer. Yeah, it's going to be a good summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where can people find you? Um, Of course, the regular places. I'm on Instagram. Check me out. Uh, T-H-A-R-E-A-L. M U R C I A L A G O. Um, you want to email me? I'm the Machine Monster, T H A, Machine Monster, M A S C H I N E, M O N S T A. I'm around, man. Just you'll find me at any event in Atlanta where it's popping at. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all over. That's, now, I'll vouch for that. That's yeah, absolutely I'm, true. I'm normally out and about trying mm-hmm. to. You know, Lincoln, and you know your network is your net worth. I think that's what they say. So right. I'm trying to make sure my network is definitely worth. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And definitely shout to people like you for putting out platforms. You know, like this for the creative to come and chat because we get beat, we get we get disrespected mm. at this point in time in the game. It's like. You ain't putting out an acapella album, people. No one's going to buy it. You want to put out a record with just your lyrics? Go ahead. But the way you guys do us nowadays, man, that that has to change. Speak it. 
That has to change, bro. We are, we're the canvas. You know what? And coming from an artist's perspective, and now that I'm on the other side, I totally get it. Like, um, because we lay the canvas for them. You know, we lay the canvas for it. Mm. So it's like, we're a vital key to this. And it's like, we get... We, we we get paid last. We got to fight you to put our name on, on the credits. credits. Like, come on, man. That's Stop right. it. Stop. That's right. They want to buy beats with out your producer tag or figure yeah. out a way to kind of cover Cut. all your producer oh, tag. Or... Man. Man, oh, man. Mm-mm-mm. It's a funny thing. My PayPal yeah. works, people. I'm just saying. PayPal works. PayPal is That's right. good. Holla at me. But man, I definitely appreciate you being on the show today, man. Yo, it's been I, a great conversation, great insight. Agree, Absolutely, man. We Absolutely. We got to do it again. Yeah, we need to Absolutely. do this do in the again. lab where we can cook up next time. Yes. Absolutely. We'll bring all the gear and come to the lab. Let's do it. Yeah, we can do that. I'm with it. All right, man. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, brother. One yep. more time. Of course. Absolutely.